From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, September 26, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Last year in Akron, 17-year-old Ethan Liming died during an altercation in a parking lot of the I Promise School founded by LeBron James. Yesterday, a jury reached its decision in the case of brothers Tyler and Deshaun Stafford, who faced charges. ONN's Matt Rascone has more. Tyler was found guilty of assault along with Deshaun Stafford, and Deshaun was also found guilty of aggravated assault, but neither was found guilty of the most serious of the charges that they came into court with, and that's involuntary manslaughter. The jury found Tyler Stafford not guilty of involuntary manslaughter, and the jury could not come to a decision on the charge for Deshaun. Deshaun is the one accused of throwing the punch that knocked Ethan Liming out. Deshaun Stafford's aggravated assault charge carries a maximum of two years in prison. The misdemeanor assault charge carries six months. Prosecutors say the incident started when Liming and his friends shot at the brothers with water pellet guns. Sentencing will be next month. At this time last year, Columbus had recorded 109 homicides. They are up this year, as ONN's Angela Ann reports. Columbus police released new data just yesterday showing there have been 116 homicides so far this year. 33 of this year's homicide suspects are between the ages of 18 and 21. I'm Angela Ann. Authorities are investigating a fatal crash on Toledo's high-level bridge over the weekend. Here's ONN's Amanda Fay. Toledo police say 18-year-old Jewel Martinez was driving the wrong way on the bridge early Sunday morning and hit another car head-on. No word yet on if Martinez was cited or arrested. Right now, the crash victim has not been identified. I'm Amanda Fay. One of the biggest private employers in Columbus, J.P. Morgan Chase, will reportedly pay $75 million to the U.S. Virgin Islands in a settlement over claims the bank enabled sex trafficking by Jeffrey Epstein. Chase employs more than 19,000 people in central Ohio. In Northeast Ohio, the head football coach at Brooklyn High School resigned yesterday after he was accused of using the word Nazi to call a play at Friday night's game against Beachwood. ONN's Kai Torque has the story. Dr. Ted Calaris, the superintendent of Brooklyn City Schools, tells me that he accepted the resignation of head coach Tim McFarland effective immediately. On Saturday, Beachwood School Superintendent wrote a letter to the district community reporting that Brooklyn's team repeatedly used the word Nazi. It was also reported by Beachwood players that Brooklyn players were freely using a racial slur throughout the night. Brooklyn City School Superintendent and Calaris apologized to the Beachwood football family, calling the language by their coaching staff, quote, utterly and absolutely wrong. The Jewish Federation of Cleveland has previously said Beachwood's population is nearly 90 percent Jewish. Early yesterday morning, 11 businesses were vandalized in Newark's Courthouse Square district. And while the suspect is in custody, the damage is done. ONN's Tara Jabor talked to some of those business owners. Along North Park Place in Newark, nearly every single business on this street had their windows broken into Cornell's men and women's store. They had a total of eight windows that were broken. 37 windows total were broken into along this street. Business owners in this area tell us it's not common for something like this to happen. Cornell here is keeping their doors open because they want to keep that business coming through. Reporting in Newark, Tara Jabor. Newark police arrested 38-year-old Joseph Davis for the crime. Ohio is using just over $5 million in federal funds to address youth homelessness in rural counties. 32 counties in six regions are eligible for funding. 
The state says on any given day, there are as many as 319 Ohio youth experiencing homelessness in these areas, with 20 to 30 percent of those cases being unsheltered. Two popular potato chip companies in Ohio are becoming one, although their names will stay the same. Here's ONN's Dave James. In northwest Ohio, Tiffin-based Ballreich Snack Foods has been acquired by Grippos, a Cincinnati-based snack food maker. In a press release, Ballreich said the deal will add capacity and jobs locally. Ballreich's started in 1920. Grippos began operations one year earlier. The companies say the purchase will strengthen both brands and expand market awareness. Dave James, ONN News. In Toledo, a comfort dog named Anna from Trinity Lutheran Church is being remembered. ONN's Tatiana Cash reports. She worked with several mass shootings to comfort victims and first responders at Michigan State, Oxford, Parkland, Las Vegas, and Dayton. And you may have heard of Anna locally because during the 2016 Timothy and Estine Severo trial, where a father and a son held two young girls captive and sexually assaulted them. Anna sat beside both victims while they told their story. Lutheran Church Charities has close to 130 comfort dogs nationwide. Anna's handlers say she died from a heart attack and was suffering from an undiagnosed tumor. Anna was nine years old. And in southeast Ohio, the Washington County Board of Elections is seeking help from high schoolers ahead of November 7th. ONN's Brett Wharf has more. High school juniors and seniors can receive training to become workers at polling locations. The local Board of Elections says the service will look great on a resume. They'll be paid, too. $113 will go to the workers. An extra $20 will go to the students during their training. Secretary of State Frank LaRose says poll workers are essential to every Ohio election. The Youth at the Booth program has become permanent in some Ohio counties. It was in 2022 when 17-year-old students became eligible. Brett Warf, ONN News, Southeast Ohio. Special thanks to our TV affiliates, WBNS in Columbus, WKYC in Cleveland, and WTOL in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett. On the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.